Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Hi, everybody. I'm Nelia Hutt, and I'm the host of the Giving Starts With You podcast. So I'm pretty excited today. Today, I'm welcoming back um, my friend, Kyle Devine. If you haven't heard Kyle's powerful story, um, you need to go back and listen to episode 13 and episode 14. Um, Honestly, he is a force to be reckoned with. Um, He's a survivor. He's a warrior. He's an all-around fabulous person with a huge heart and he's such a great supporter of everybody he always shows up for people supports their dreams but what i love about him is he tells it like it is he doesn't hold back so i love that hey kyle i'm so happy to have you back welcome back how you doing what's up amelia hey hey yeah i'm doing good i'm just um getting ready to bring the boom bring some um value to your audience (laughs) and talk about a little bit of stuff that happened since the last podcast or was it before that podcast? I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's going to be fun. So I'm thank, thank you so much for having me first off. And, you know, I love what you do. I really love your, your mission. I always like given does start with each and every one of us. I totally believe that. And, you know, um, what Ray Hagen always tells me, or he always, he always tells us is, um, you know, you, you'll never become that of what you despise. So when you're saying like, I'm a, I'm a supporter of people, I support other people's dreams. It made me think for a second, like you'll never become that of what you despise. So if I don't support people, people are never going to support me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like you, like giving back, giving starts with you. Like, you know, so um, I don't know where I was going with that at the end, but you know what I'm saying? I do. I'm, not, I do. I'm also not perfect. Just so, just so you guys know, I'm a human being. I'm normal. And you know what? It's you have an open invitation. Anytime you want to get some off your chest, you're welcome to come on the show. Okay. For sure. For sure. I mean, I love getting stuff <laughs> off my chest. Like I like to keep it clean. <laughs> so I have a question. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, whatever question you want. Um, okay. Well, first of all, from the episodes that you did on the show, episode 13 and 14, did you get any feedback or did you get any backlash or anything at all? From those episodes really like um like so yeah I had people say it was a good episode i mean i didn't um i'm kind of new to this like i'm not really yes. kind of new podcast mean so i don't really know like how, i'm not the best um promoter for it i guess i would say but i'm sure I a mean, lot of people were impacted no, I, by your story I, yeah. yeah i mean i think if um maybe if i had a way for people to reach out to me like better or something i don't know like maybe something like that then i would get more um feedback but oh, i definitely um i totally believe that when you um tell your story and you you know be who you are like i know not everybody is an extrovert i i totally believe that people hear things but they don't say things you know what i'm saying they hear mm-hmm. it it impacted them and they might not even reach out to you, but you know what? It still impacted them. And that's, that's oh, the yeah. part. So I've received a good feedback from your interview. Oh, you did? For so sure. I have. Yes. So, um, yeah, I know no, I, mean, oh, no, I, I did from like Mary Kate. Um, she said, it was yes. like, it, like, um, a few people. Yeah. But, you're, you're a survivor for sure. Yeah. So, was- <laughs> so today it's like, okay. So, I don't know if the audience knows, but you uh, were part of a reality show and it's called play to win. And it was, um, it was created by Ray and Jessica Higdon from the Higdon group. Right. Yeah. So how cool is that? Okay. So, so I wanted to start with you and 
how did you even get on this show? Like, what is it about? What's the premise behind the show? Yeah. So first off, the sh- we were, um, I mean, I kind of didn't know exactly totally what the show is about. I knew, um, I knew based off of last season, it was um, for coaching, a year of coaching or a job with a Higgin group. So we didn't know exactly what it, it totally was <laughs> for, but we knew it was something that we know there was no coaching about this year, but there was a, a job in the Higgin group. We didn't know, we didn't know the job title though. That's the thing, that's a kicker is we didn't know the job title. What we were really told was um, like the big message was from like Ray and Jessica, like, what would you do in life to show up differently so you win so you are chosen first like what would you personally do to show up so you win at whatever you whatever in any area of life whatever that means to you that's that's what we were told and how i got on it and this is a really crazy story and i have to give credit where credit is due because i always i'm taught to give credit where credit is due thanks to ray hayden but um so i wasn't gonna go on the show i wasn't going to apply I had a piece of me like um, that knew like, maybe I can do this. Like, I, maybe I could get on the show, but I, I want, I couldn't afford it, which I'm starting to learn as I grow that that's an excuse. And like Ray Hayden says, when you can't afford to do something, you must do that. Like if you can't afford it, you, that's when you need to do it. So um, that, was, that was a factor. So Mary Kate um, O'Connell, she is our member success coach. She was actually, she was the third host on the reality show. She's the member success coach for um, the Higdon group. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie. This is another reason why I like to, you know, support other people's dreams because people will come into your life and they will support you and they will believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. Absolutely. Like they will push you when you don't believe in yourself. And Mary Kay O'Connell, she, she believed in me when I didn't believe in myself along with a few other people, but she was a huge impact. Like she literally told me, she's like, Kyle, listen, you have to send in your, um, she's like, I want you to send in your um, video. I want you to send in your video, try to get on the show. And I was like, yeah, you know, but I can't afford it. She's like, I'll pay for it. I was like, oh gosh, she really wants me to do this. I was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna let you pay for this because I had a problem with this, and I'll talk, I'll um, I'll talk later about it. But ego, I had an ego problem. Like that's my ego talking. Like I don't want a woman to pay for my stuff. I don't want somebody else to pay for my stuff. Like I, I don't want to ask for help. Like God, I'm a guy. I don't need help. Whatever. But um. She's like, I'll pay for it. I was like, whatever, I'm going to pay for it myself. I submitted a video. There's a few different parts of it. I don't remember all the parts, but you had to talk about like the, the, the most difficult thing you ever um, been through in life and how did you overcome it? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And here's another kicker. The video I actually submitted wasn't even what I ended up, they ended up pulling out of me on the reality show. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, like, it wasn't totally that. So so that's how I got on. I submitted my video one time. I didn't even record it twice. It was just raw and real. At the end, I was like, listen, I can't afford to get down there. But if I get chosen, I'm going to make, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to get down there anyways. And I awesome. ended up being chosen. I remember when I, I was driving DoorDash, delivering food, I remember couldn't, like, as soon as I got that email, I literally couldn't even, like, <laughs> drive the car anymore. I pulled over on the side of the road. I started crying. I literally started crying. I say, and I said, my life is not going to be the same. Like my life is going to be different now. After I called my friends, I didn't even know if they cared, but I felt like they cared because that was again, my ego and insecurities, me speaking. Like, I think that I have to get approval from other people, but I didn't, I thought I did. And you know, this is just so much growth I have. I can see where I was before and where I am now. And, uh, and, you know, I was just, I was just so emotional. Like I literally had to go home for the entire day. I was lost. I was like, whoa, life is going to this be. This just happened. Life yeah. So well, one way or another, it's, you knew it was going to impact you, right? Yeah. I knew, I knew going down there. I was like, my ego was like, yeah, I got this. And I was like doing so many different exercises. Like I was like writing in the notebooks, like, 
100, like on the entire plane down there, I'm going to win. I'm, I'm going to win. 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 I was filling my head up with all this stuff and until I got there. So, yeah. Where was it recorded? It was in Fort Myers, Florida. It was yeah, at the so mansion. Cool. It was a really nice house, which totally opened my vision. Like, yeah, it opens wow. your vision. Like, that's the coolest thing about life is when you, and, like, instead of taking, like, people that are successful or seeing that fancy, that nice mansion or that fancy car and, you know, those, those people that are where you want to be in life, but you just don't have the belief in yourself or you don't, you know, you don't think that you can do something like that. And instead of taking those people and looking at them like, oh, they're cocky, they're assholes, they're arrogant, they're, mm-hmm. they're um, selfish and yada, yada, yada. You actually take those things and be grateful that they have, they have, like they put the work and they, they were able to do that and realize like those dreams you could actually have in life. Somebody else did it. Be thankful that they, 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 um, like they made it happen because they showed you what is possible. So that's what I did when I was like on that show. I was like, this is possible. Like I want a life like this. I want to be someday with my daughter and that's going to happen. And I totally believe it already happened. I just haven't signed those contracts. I just haven't, I just haven't signed that paycheck yet. That's just what I always tell myself every day. Cause what a gift, you know, it's such a gift to be able to do that. And if to believe in yourself, right? Because we talk about this all the time. If you don't believe in yourself, it, it, there's no movement. Like you're not, it's nothing's going to happen. Like you need to do that. Right. And I love what you were talking about when you have money and you've got a mansion because so many times like I'm guilty of this too. Right. So, so many times we look at people with money yeah, as all these bad things. Oh, you know, we look down on them and maybe yeah. it's like a pride thing and an ego thing, like what you were saying, but it's like, why do we do that? You know, we do so many things sometimes that just doesn't make sense. I totally, and well, jealousy. I, I believe I a hundred percent, believe and i know based off experience it is definitely it's drilled into us when we're younger like it's brought Mm -hmm. down from generations and money is just like anything else money you need to be educated on you need to learn about it you need to like what me and my daughter did today we did our our wealth wednesday we were walking in the park we seen a um, young lady at the park she was um she was on duty she was feeding a um handy a young man that was handicapped his wheelchair was right there she was spoon feeding him she was reading a book we walked by, stopped for a second. I went went back up to her. I was like, oh, "Do you have Mad- do you have Venmo?" She's like, "Why? What do you want my Venmo?" I was like, "Well, it's Wealth Wednesday." I was like, "Give me your Venmo." I sent her some money, and you know, talked a couple seconds. I explained to her. I was like, "You know, this is just you know what we do," and um, commit a random act of kindness to a complete stranger because that's what we all do in Rank Makers with Ray Higdon, and. And we went on with her day and she's like, I'm going to pay for it. I was like, I don't care what you do with the money. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you, but you know, just, just embrace it. That's amazing. So for the people who are listening, who don't know, so you belong to a a Facebook group called the rank makers and it's run by Jessica and Ray Higdon. Yes. And the entire group. Yes. Cause it it does not, it takes a lot more than two people to run a group of 20,000. It is so the Higdon group. Yeah. So, and we have, um, I've also interviewed Michelle Eldridge. So she talked about the giving on Wednesdays. So it's called Wealth Wednesday. Like you said, yes, she is. I just want to talk Um, about her for a second. She's literally one of my favorite humans. I'm just going to be honest with you. She, if you didn't watch that, if you didn't listen to that episode, like I'm going to go listen to that episode because since you just reminded me, I'm going to take a note. That woman, I've heard her on stages. She's an inspiration me and her we relate a lot like we have become very good friends over over time like for real she's an awesome person so i recommend anybody to watch listen to that video or that um because it it will blow your mind it's amazing and she was talking too about wealth wednesday so like you said you do small acts of kindness it doesn't have to be uh, it it, it, it has to be to do with money yes it's a small it doesn't matter how much the money is that's not the purpose of the purpose is Yes. Money. Like it's making, it's helping you understand that it's more money in life, the more things you can do. And it also helps you understand like, you know, the power of money and, um, 
And it's not so much how much you give, like you said. No, it makes it's, you feel good. It makes you feel good too. Yes, it makes you feel good, and awesome. and yeah, it's not about how much it is. It's just the the idea behind it. Because if you ain't gonna give back when you have nothing, you ain't gonna give back when you have a lot. Wow, that's powerful. It's so that's true. True. Like that's just how it is. And I think about that yeah. all the time. I'm like, if I can't stay disciplined when I'm not when I'm not financially where I want to be yet, because I I'm very weird with my verbiage. If I'm not financially where I'm where I'm going You're to not be, weird. <laughs> yes, where I'm going to be, then I can't eat a clean diet when I am financially where I want to where I'm going to be. You know, what I'm I saying? never thought of it like that. I appreciate that because it's so true. You're so right. You know. Yeah. That's how I look at so, it. So looking back, so you recorded this show in February, right? Yes. So we're I'm so tomorrow the third episode comes out, and I am so excited yeah. to kind of see this. It's a fun one. It's a fun one. You're gonna see some cool <laughs> things happening. So um can you tell us where you were in your headspace in February? I know you said you had a bit of pride and ego issue yeah. and where you are now, like how did this show, because I mean, sadly you got eliminated. Yeah. But I think you received so much more For than sure. just that title, you know, For like, sure. and you know, I've only known you for a short time, but I could see from February till now, like even I have noticed like a lot, just, you know, listening and watching what you're doing online. So can you tell us a little bit about, yeah, where you were then and, and how the show changed your life? Yeah. So, um, first off, like where I was, I mean, I definitely, it was definitely an ego thing. I figured that out a lot and when I was on the show, but I, I psyched myself so much. Like I psyched myself up so much that when I got on the show, like as soon as like things really came to like okay this is what we're gonna do you got to do this interview yada 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 i totally choked like i'm gonna be honest with you i choked i was it felt real it felt surreal to me to be honest it felt surreal it tested me as a person it tested me in so many ways it tested me like to truly how to show up like how to get over my nerves like e like just even the littlest fears like a fear of um you know everything like, like it's so hard to explain like how like, people lo looked at you yeah, and what people, people thought and how judge you like um just to be myself like i wasn't even myself on that show and that's the craziest thing and um i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you like because it is it, we've already aired episode two we had a mole on the show who was a hidden guy that wasn't even involved and they asked him like, who was his, the, his least, like the one person to watch yeah. out for? And it was me. I was, I was made, shocked. And, but the thing is that it makes so much sense to me. And all the contestants, they apologized to me. We talked about it. They reached out to me. We didn't have enough time to know each other's stories. And see what I, what I do and I, and I'm starting to brace this. I'm starting to own my shit in life. I'm working on it, but I'm owning my shit at the same time. And like, I strive for attention. I, I'm aware of that. I strive for attention because I did not get it growing up. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I did not get it growing up. I didn't get it in so many different ways that, you know, I, I, I strive for attention. I strive to fit in. I, I you know, put up, like, that was the entire journey. Like, I learned that the entire show, like, even off, off, off film, like, from the people, like, ego thing, ego. I kept on hearing the word ego, 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 ego. So that was a huge lesson for me to not put on fake personas to fit in, not try to be somebody else that I'm not to fit in. Like just totally be your fucking self. Like that's literally what I got drilled in my head. Like what I, what I totally re learned from that show is to be yourself, like be who you are because- It's just terrifying you, sometimes. It is. And mm -hmm. we're scared to be who we are. Like mm -hmm. um, we put on fake masks. We, you know, we do all these things to fit in. And that's not even who we are. That's not even what we like. Like if I'm driving in my car, sometimes I'll start like, like I'll drive DoorDash. Like I just noticed this today because I'm being more self-aware with who I am. I was driving a little bit of DoorDash and I had my windows down and I was bumping like rap music and I'm not knocking rap music. I don't hate rap music, but I have it really loud just to get people to look at me. 
Like I literally like those are things I'm talking about. That's an ego thing. And that's, that's what I'm working on. And some things, you know, that's going to be me for the rest of my life, but some things I can, I can change. Like I can, I can work on them and figure it out and just embrace it. So yeah, we don't want to be invisible, you know? So if it means I do that in the car too, like if I've had a few really lonely days and I get in my car and I'm going to work and I just put the music up just so, you know, I don't feel that right. Like I don't feel like you, it's like, I think we're all afraid of being rejected for our real selves. Right. So it's very vulnerable to put yourself out there. But the thing is, is I'm also like, I am, it's funny because at the same time, I'm also like, I don't care. Like I also am the person that I will be myself 110%, but I did a live a couple of days ago on my Facebook, um, about five, five, um, habits of the insecure person and they hit me hard like i'm not gonna lie they punched me it punched me right in the mouth like being positive all the time that's a mask like that is a mask of being insecure like you're not nobody's really positive all the time we all go through shit we all have ups we all have downs life's a roller coaster yeah well look at yesterday i had to cancel our interview because i was in the dumps right exactly so i mean it's just real stuff yeah, and, that, and that's cool. So I learned that on the show. Like I learned I am me. Like each and every single person on that reality show is us. I, I just, I totally believe I just wasn't at that level yet. I, it, it was necessary. It was necessary to be in Fort Myers, Florida at the same exact time. Like, or, you know, it was necessary for each and every one of us because now all 28 of us are best friends. Wow. Six, like five, five of us are all on the same business. We're all on the same team. Like, um, like me and Megan, she even said, like in a private interview, uh, she said that her and another contestant, um, they asked who was your least favorite person on the reality show. It was me. Oh, wow. Megan said, even though we're teammates now, she said she wanted to punch me in the face. Like, literally, like, she just... What did you do? Come on. Said, I just want to let nobody get a word in. Like, I was oh. trying to, like, I was trying to take the stage. And it's true. I was putting on a fake persona because I didn't know how to be myself. Like, I didn't understand that that mm. was okay because my entire life, I was told I wasn't good enough. I was, I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I was disgusting. I felt like I was dirty. Like, I just wasn't good enough. Like, I'm and I still struggle that every day. And I don't think that you totally ever, you never overcome anything in life totally 100%. But you figure out ways to just get through to the next day. You just figure out ways to keep on pushing, you know, and just yeah, make it a little think, bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. Yeah, because when I was looking at, you know, I was watching episode one and episode two, I was actually surprised. Like I was looking at you and I'm like, but he's so much more relaxed, the Kyle that I know, yeah. right? It was like you had your back up against, like you were like ready That's to sort of, yeah, no, it's true. It felt like you were tense and you were like, kind of like ready to pounce, like just waiting for somebody to put you down or something. That's how I felt, yeah. right? And Garrett, and that, yeah, like that totally makes sense. Like I... I didn't know but that's like, not you. I know. And, and, and it, it's totally not me. And, but it was totally necessary. It was a part of my life that I needed because I know where I am, where I'm going. I became so much more self-aware. I got over a, quite a few fears. I broke down and totally released like a lot in my life. That's I did the other podcast. Now I remember after I got off that show, I didn't tell anybody, but that was a lot of stuff that I had to talk to about on the reality show. And, um, so I definitely released some stuff. I, uh, you know, I understood. And probably, I'm going to be honest with you, the biggest thing that happened to me on that show was, and the reason why I want, have a, like, like a desire to just totally fucking crush it in life is because of Ray Higdon. Like he literally told me to step it the fuck up. He literally said that. He said, you have to be the reason he's like there's people in this world that are not going to make it and they're not going to have hope they're not going to be able to continue if you don't do something about it he mm -hmm. literally said that to me i never had anybody that was a male figure that i looked up to say stuff to me that really 
mattered in life. Like that really. Yeah. Every, every time I talk to you, you talk so highly of him, you know, you actually introduced me to him and what he does because I, I wasn't really in that community. So I appreciate that. And from what you've told me in his story, he's an incredible person. And, um, yeah, he's and I learned, I learned a lot from him. I mean, I have a lot of mentors. Like, I mean, we all do like, and in my journey, I'm going to have more mentors and, but I, like, I even told him that's on the reality show. And I truly like, that's how I look at it. Like he is like the foundation mentor. Like he's like the original, like mentor that Mm -hmm. I learned so much about different parts of life from, you know, even being a father. Yeah. And he's like, he's an, a great example of somebody who's been through traumatic things sure. growing up and how he's using that now to help other people. I love that. Yeah. You know, I love and I, that. And I totally, and I totally think that that's why he, like he, cause I'm, I'm the only one that he like literally said, step it the fuck up. Like he said, I that heard that on there. <laughs> and because yeah. he, we related to each other. Like we related to each other and me being a father, like me being a father. I think that mm-hmm. totally hit him. Like, you need to step it up, dude. Like you, like, cause I mean, any abuse, as being, being abused as a child, sexually, emotionally, physically, like that is like, that's, you know, that's. It changes you forever. Like it, yeah. Like we, there's, you know, that's something that a lot of people unfortunately experience and people need to step up and be the reason others keep on going and be leaders in this yeah. world. So. But like you said, no matter what type of abuse, it's so, to me, it's like the biggest crime, you know, because like, I hate to say this, but when people, when people get murdered is awful, but it's done, you know, like it's terrible, but when you go through something like some of the things that you had talked about before on the other episodes or, you know, stuff like Ray or anybody who's been through anything like that, it doesn't stop. Like you learn how to manage it and you learn how to, but it's something that continues, right? Well, it, and you in, learn- a way, in a way it really does too. And it's so crazy. Like it doesn't, like it stopped. Like, obviously I don't physically like get abused, but there are times I'm going to be honest with you that like I have to catch myself like I, I start to get um like mad at my daughter like I I have to mm-hmm. literally catch myself I'm like dude that is not a good choice like don't do that like that's a that happened to you don't you don't don't you don't be an asshole you you don't try to be a controlling father you know stuff like but that. that's where I think it's so great because I think it's made you a better dad because I know people has, for example but I have my demons like you know we all oh, I know and it's yeah. hard sometimes. You really got to work on yourself. And that's, that's, life to me is beautiful. Like, life is beautiful mm-hmm. because I don't ever want to stop growing in life. Like, I truly don't want to ever stop being better every single day. And, like, looking back, like, whoa, I'm so different now than I was two months ago. But then I was on a reality show. Like, I, you know, I, I totally, like, like, I totally believe in life. Like, you, you're always going to be the, the teacher and the student. For the rest of your life and you know i love that because you know you said a couple of years ago you, there were times where you didn't want to live right oh, I, didn't want, no, so, I didn't want to live at all and i and i didn't know that this was a possibility i'm so blessed i didn't mm-hmm. know that self-development was a thing that you can find people that do what you want to do in life and follow them and listen to them and you have to listen you have to implement the stuff i didn't know that that's possible. And now I'm like, holy crap, I sucked at school. I hated listening. Mm. But Ray Hagen tells me to do stuff in my business. I do the stuff in my business. That you do a recess. Yeah. Like I do what people like say, like, you know, Pete Vargas, yeah. like how to get on podcasts. That's what I do. I, uh, I'm going to bring massive value, make it all about them, you know? Mm. And, yeah. And, you know, there are people that have it been abused in, as ch- children and our parents now but don't have that insight to say catch themselves when they're yelling at their kid you know yeah for sure so, i can see that for sure yeah so you know don't beat yourself up too much about it i think we all no, we all do that nobody's like nobody's perfect nobody's perfect you know but um you know what take but what i really learned in life though is like 
take advantage, take the opportunities, man. Like life is so short. Like I tell my daughter this all the time and I don't know, some people aren't going to agree with this. That's fine. But I tell my daughter, like tomorrow's not promised. She's seven years old, but I tell her like, yeah, no, I tell my daughter, like just to cherish life. Like I literally tell her, even though she's seven, like, um, you don't know, like tomorrow's not guaranteed. Like I, I, I tell her that, like, I don't know if people agree with that, but that to me is just something I want my daughter to understand. Like, don't take advantage of life and just literally live in the moment. And You know, when she's throwing her little fits and stuff, I'm like, dude, tomorrow might not even be here. So you have to be thankful what you for what you have right now, not for not getting your way all the time, you know? Yeah, no, that's awesome. And she seems like such a great kid. I can't wait to interview her. <laughs> she's pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah. Good. Yeah, you can interview her whenever. So she'll probably, she'll probably get the most um list, listens to on your podcast. Aww. <laughs> right? awesome. I love I love the relationship that you guys have, you know, and I can tell you, um, a daughter never forgets a relationship with her dad. Yeah, so, for sure. Like she's so involved and, and you're teaching her all this amazing stuff. It's great. Brian. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so when you started healing from all these things, I know you said a lot of it happened on the show, right? Yeah. But what was the one thing, like, so the show is all about what would you do and, like, how would you show up so that you, you... Yeah, well, the, win, what the right? show, yeah, what the show really breaks down to is the show was a huge interview process for a job, um, coaching, a speaking slash, or speaking slash coaching job, I guess you would say with the Higgin group, which is like six figures up upwards to a million dollars a year. So it was like, mm -hmm. and they were looking for someone specific, like what, yeah. what kind of qualities are they looking for? Well, the first episodes, the first, the first two episodes, the interview episodes, they were looking for somebody that's coachable. And why do you somebody think that's, that's important? Because if, because Ray, loves people that are coachable he literally says like he when he gave me a free coaching um session because now they realize i'm coachable but that, i wasn't before I, I mean i was you know it was one shot one shot you take you have one opportunity so don't mess it up but um no pressure no pressure <laughs> but so so you're like you're willing to take criticism and stuff like that yeah right? you gotta be able to take criticism and actually take it and run with that shit and and you know improve mm -hmm. your life like make make the changes that you need to change to be who you are and who, who, who you want to be that's a really important skill in life all, no matter what you're doing yeah i truly believe we all like we are us inside but we can be who we want to be like we all have the qualities to in all areas of our life to make it to to levels that we want mm. you know so did the show like allow you, like give you courage to start telling your story or were you telling oh, the story without a doubt? That? The show, I wasn't telling my story before that really. Okay. I was wondering about that. Oh no, I wasn't telling my, no, I was just strictly business. Like I wasn't, I've been a little bit vulnerable, but no, like, no. So imagine, imagine if you hadn't had that opportunity, if you would have shared, you know, it's, it's like looking back. So this is like really, this really, um, helped you in a lot of ways yeah oh without a doubt in every way and i see that you're uh you're wearing one of the shirts and it says default settings gratitude i love that default, that's <laughs> Ray's, that's my raised thing you know that's the shirt i love this shirt yeah i know you can't tell us too much about the show because it's airing so oh, i can tell you some things i can tell you like <laughs> my experiences and it was a necessary um piece of my you know in my journey and i i had a friend on the on the show we had a i met a lady named marilyn and um she literally like she's she's an, she was an awesome lady she was 65. i remember her mm -hmm. and she said um she you know she's the old lady with the wisdom and she's like she's like don't even be nervous she's like don't even be nervous she's like the winner is already in this room <laughs> she's like <laughs> the winner's in this room and i was like yeah you're right the winner's in this room and you know to just be yourself but i couldn't just be myself like i mean i yeah that was just a stage i needed to get through and i need to break through it and put me on season three i'm gonna fuck shit up <laughs> yeah saying. i was gonna say if you get another opportunity what would you do differently 
I'd play to win. I would literally play to win. I would be myself. I would play big. I would put it, I would put it all out on the line. I would definitely put it all out in line and I want to look back and even because I was listening to a um, interview yesterday between um, Robert Speary or Robert Speary. I think, I don't know. I think that's his name. Rob, no, Rob Speary mm-hmm. and um, Hill Elrod, right? Oh, yeah. And Hill was talking about, um, I, lo- I don't know if his name's Hal or Hill. Hal. Yeah, Elrod, the Miracle Morning. And um, he was talking about, you know, goals. Like, we set goals in life. We don't necessarily set the goal in life to achieve the goal. You set the goal to give it your 100%, to give it your all. And you're not always going to achieve that goal, but no, but knowing that you give it your all, okay, knowing that you give it your all, you know that you can set any goal in life and you can smash that shit. As long, you're just going to give it your hundred. You're going to give it your all and put it all out there on the line. Yeah, for sure. That, that stuck out to me for sure. I was like, yeah. Like, you can, <laughs> like Ray says, you can't dictate the results, but you can dictate the, res- the, the work you put in. And showing up, yeah. But it sounds yeah. like you still won a heck of a lot, let me tell you. Oh, I won a lot. I think, I think every one of us, like all, every single one of these humans, like the, the, these contestants on the show, like literally <laughs> have took leaps of growth, like, a, like so many, so much growth. Hi, Kennedy, how are you? I have a question for you. Yeah, the question for you, yeah. If you could describe your dad in one sentence, what would you describe him as? You, or how would you describe your dad? You're gonna describe me, like. Um, like that he's handsome. Aww. <laughs> and I love him. Oh, that's so sweet. I love your relationship that you guys have. I love your videos where you're dancing together. He sounds like a lot of fun, huh? It is. Oh. Is he a hard worker or not really? No. I'm not a hard worker. No. You gotta talk to her. He's also a hard working. <laughs> Does he help you with school? A little bit. <laughs> a little not bit. Not a lot. No, because I do, but then sometimes I realize like she's <laughs> she's very good at taking like taking that inch and taking making a mile out of it. And then she wants you to do all the schoolwork for her. Ah, I see. Her do it herself. Yeah, you know. Well, I hear too. you. I hear you're an incredible team, you and your dad. That's awesome. I'm his marketer. That's awesome. Are you gonna when you grow up? Are you gonna be your own boss too, girl? You are. That's great. She's shaking her head. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Do you know what you want to do when you grow up? Yeah. What do you want to do? Um, I want to be a doctor. It's awesome. And why do you want to be a doctor? Because it's important to help people. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. And you know, how how do you feel when you do Wealth Wednesday? How does it make you feel? Because at, um, what's it called? Last name of her? No, no. At, we, gave, we gave money to somebody that was on, he was homeless. For sure. I love that you guys do it together. It's true. Like we've given... We've given to homeless people and they're so grateful and they eat the stuff that, you know, they go and buy something to eat and they eat it right away. The other thing I wanted to ask you was how did it feel when you were picked second last? Like when it was just the two yeah, of you guys on the couch. Yeah. It was me and Tracy. Like you kept looking back, like as a viewer, right? All I could see is you kept looking back and saying, okay, who's, you know, as they were calling names, you were like, okay, who else is here? You know, who else? And you kept looking back. Yeah, because you're looking at your competition. You're like, oh, I beat them. I beat them. I beat them. Yeah. I beat them. And how did that moment feel for you? That moment was like, it was like a punch of truth right in the mouth. Like it was a punch of reality, to be honest. It was like, because Ray said to me, I want you to think about it. Like he said to us, he's like, why are you picked last? Like, why are you always picked last in life? And it really made me think like, because you know i i sold myself short way too many times in life like i literally sell myself short i make i made excuses i i like i picked myself last place like even playing like sports in high school and everything like i was like i 
didn't give nothing my full effort. You know, I don't think it's just, I don't think you have to put all the pressure on yourself. I think it's also, like you said, you didn't really have a lot of time to connect with these people, right? Yeah. If you had had, yeah, if you had had more time and were able to, at that time in your life, open up a little bit more, then I don't think you would have come in in that position. Yeah, I wanted to, but I know that who I am now, I'm not that. And the lesson I learned was I wasn't playing to win. I wasn't playing big enough. And that is what I needed. So then when I went to like the Rise Up Challenge mm. with Pete Vargas and 100,000 people, like Pete Vargas called out my name. Like he, like at the beginning, <laughs> yes. he was like, dude, y'all need to like play big like this kid, like this yes. dude, Kyle, like, play big like this guy, you know, like, um, and then being involved in a bunch of challenges in a, a private coaching group inside of the rank makers, like, like the hundred K in a circle playing big. And then I win all these competitions. People are like, Whoa, who are you? This dude plays big. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned mm-hmm. how to play big by going on this reality show and getting like legit punched in the mouth. Like that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I got punched. I got told what I needed to be told. And I believe that in life, you need to surround yourself with people that are going to tell you what you need to hear. Cause there's too many people in this world that are going to tell you the, the shit that you want to hear. Like, Oh yeah, you're good. Oh, this is good enough. Yeah, it's okay to be overweight. It's okay. You're beautiful. Anyways, like that stuff, you know, Yeah. like they're not going to tell you, no, you're going to fucking die. You're going to kill yourself faster. You know, mm-hmm. like you're, you're doing your family a, a disservice. Like you, you know, you have children. There's not enough people that will tell you the truth like that. Because for people that don't know, you've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. You were at 300? Yeah, I was like 303 till I got down to like 183. No, I have ups and downs, but I mean, I'm not, I'm staying below 200 for sure. That's and very hard to do. Yeah, maintaining and it's just, and it's, just, and it's, it's a discipline muscle. And I realized when I stay disciplined and when I eat good, I work my mm-hmm. business harder. Like it goes mm-hmm. side by side. Like, you're a happier person. It all goes together. Like how, how you do one thing in life is how you do everything. And I truly believe that. Like, that's just how, how life boils down. How you do one thing, how you do everything. I love that. It sounds like you've learned so much and not just from the show, but you know, if you guys go back and listen to his episodes, I mean, sometimes like this guy was handed a shitty hand, you know, and he's taken all of that and help so many people and he believes in himself now you know and i love that i love that you give those things to yourself and you work so hard at it you know these things don't come naturally you know you have to work at them and i see i see your lives and i see how you reach out to people and honestly i can see how hard you work you know so it's i believe that you will get everything that you're striving for well for sure but i also believe in the same in the same um like token i would say is like life doesn't owe you shit no like life doesn't owe you shit like there's no gear there's like no like life doesn't owe me six figures a year like life doesn't owe me that but i'm gonna work my ass off and till i get it yeah you know like i'm still gonna put my i'm still gonna put the work in because at the end of the day say i never reached i never re- reached like my levels of desire levels in life but you know what i do know is I poured into it. You know what I do know is I worked my ass off and I, and I inspired other people to keep on going that are in the same situation or even worse. Cause there's always people worse that are dealt worse hands than you in life. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're all dealt a hand in life. Play the shit out of the hand. Yeah. One thing I can say about you is you're definitely not a quitter. So thank awesome. you for, thank you for teaching me um, because you've honestly taught me a few things and you know, get up and, and keep going, right? Do you have any advice for anybody who's having a hard time? How do you take that first step and toward healing, you know, toward loving yourself? Yeah, so if you're going through a hard time, like first, like, let's be honest. Like, understand, like, that's normal. Like, that's what happens in life. Like, embrace that shit. Like, understand, like, yes, it's a hard time. But you can't waste all day. You can't waste too much time on the hard time because guess what? Life will happen. Life will punch you in the mouth. Things are going to happen to us. And a lot of times 
the shitty stuff that happens to us, it's not our fault. It's not your fault. You understand? Hmm. But it is your responsibility. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it is your responsibility to move that needle forward. It's your responsibility to keep on going. And it's nobody else's responsibility. So you can take the punches hmm. in the mouth and hmm. let them hold you down for the rest of your life. Or you could take them and you can use them as your fire, as your fuel to keep on going and to inspire and to inspire others because there's people out there like you're 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 creating their roadmap, the map, the mm -hmm. map of how they're gonna make it through the night, how they're gonna make it to the next day. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, that's why I truly believe as humans, we are we are put through shit in life. Mm -hmm for the people that are 10 steps behind us to take them by the hand and keep and pull them mm -hmm. through the fire with us and, and just make sure they're just okay. So mm -hmm. I, that's my, my advice is to mm -hmm. embrace it, mm -hmm. take the positives out of it, whatever it is, understand that it's temporary, understand that nothing in life has uh, meaning behind it until you put meaning to it. So wow. mm -hmm. understand like, you know, it's going to be okay tomorrow's a new day. Mm -hmm. Just keep on pushing. Don't give up. Whatever you do, do never, never give up on a hard day. Like never quit on a hard day. Just keep on going. And one day, you know, somebody's going to like, maybe they're going to thank you and say like, since you kept mm -hmm. on going, I was able to keep on going. And since you kept going, it's going to make you feel so good hearing that from somebody. I love that so much. And it's so like, just, break the silence, right? You know, and what, what Ray did for you, I think you're doing for other people. So thank Ray, you. Ray, I definitely strive to impact the world like Ray Higdon and Jessica Higdon because they do so many amazing things like on so many different levels, like charities, like foster children, like sex trafficking, like so like huge March of Dimes, March of Babies, like huge, huge um supporters of that like i actually have a cup it says <laughs> I love it. right here yeah that i got off of somewhere i can't tell you exactly how i got that cup but um <laughs> i got that cup from donating some money for the you know the march of babies and well the march of dimes but this is the march of dimes march for babies you know I, I totally want to impact the world as many ways as possible and that that's just the goal the goal is to have my funeral televised <laughs> and <God>. just <laughs> yeah no, and just I want, I want my funeral televised yeah because i mm -hmm. want to impact the world and so like that might be a little bit of an ego thing but i'm not going to be here anymore anyways mm. so if i can because i was infatuated with funerals growing up like seeing my friends and stuff in high school and um you know kids mm. pass away at a young age and then they have so many kids from other schools at their funerals like they mm. made it such a big impact in such a short amount mm. of time i'm like mm. damn dude i want that like i want mm. to leave such Go out a with massive, a bang massive impact on this world that when i'm when, when i take my last breath i can mm. totally say like i don't have regrets i gave it my mm. fucking all i gave it my all like I didn't get that Ferrari, but you know what? I didn't get that Ferrari, but I um, but I got on stage and changed seventeen thousand lives or something like. You know what I mean? And you know, I'm sure that you've from your other episodes as well on this show. I'm sure that well, I know that you know. I've had a couple of people come to me saying that your message really helped them. Wow. So that's thank awesome. you. I yeah. appreciate that. Hey, I appreciate that. If it can help one person, that's all that matters. If you can help one person a day like there's a um, quote that i always i always um think about it all the time and i talk about it and there's um don't strive mm -hmm. like don't strive to make a living in this world like strive to make a difference mm -hmm. and that's truly i mean it's it's aspire it's actually the word is aspire don't aspire to make it living aspire to make a difference and i totally believe mm -hmm. in that like i i don't i don't know if everybody is like on earth like i think i know we all have our purpose but i don't know if everybody's on earth to like have this burning passion inside of you to help others keep on going make others um move that needle forward in life and just be a better happier version of themselves the next day like i don't but, i agree with you i don't know because i you know what? it's a gift and i'm blessed 
So yeah, because I started feeling that way when I turned forty-seven. I'm I'm forty-eight, so well maybe forty-six. So for a couple of years, it's been so like it's all I think about, and I don't know what it was that switched that on, you know, but so you know to think of things worldwide and and see people a bit differently and try to give more time into that but um yeah i think yeah. i'm going to call this episode i gave him my all just like what you just said yeah just <laughs> give it your all like just literally give it your all like I love it what do you have what do you have to lose but you have a shit kind of game you know yeah i can't wait for tomorrow's episode cannot wait <laughs> I wish I could see more of you on there, but I think I will. I think I'll see some shots. Maybe. So much growth. Yes. And I'm excited to uh, speak to get some of the other people's perspectives too on you, you know? I want to see what they thought. I'm going to show you my, um, my friend, my best friend, my friend's, um, my kid, his kid. Come here, Miles. Miles come here. I'm going <laughs> to show you on camera. Want to see my friend? Yeah. My friend, Nelia? Hi, Nelia. Nelia. <laughs> Say, Hi, how hey. are you, buddy? Say, giving stars with you. Thank you, got you. Oh, you're so sweet. What's your name? Mario. Oh, you're so sweet. Nice to meet you. I love your shirt. Thank you. He's a little pre-k. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything that you want to uh, that you want to mention that we didn't talk about? Yeah, honestly, like one one big thing, and. It's literally like one big, like, I mean, I mentioned it a few times, but the biggest thing is to be the reason. Like, that's literally the biggest thing in life is to be the reason. Ray Higdon and um, Hank Norman, like, this is one thing that I learned from these guys is it's not about you. It's about them. Understand, when, when you understand that it's about them, your life is going to change. Like, when you understand life is not about you, Mm. which is weird and it's complex because you got to kind of understand like it is about you because you got to have self-care you got to have self-love but ultimately it's not about you it's about them it's about the next generation it's about mm. my daughter's children you know mm -hmm. and that's what I understand it's about yeah, all changing the your focus right changing your yeah. focus although you have to take care of yourself you got to focus on helping others right and, your and focus what can on you helping others, yourself will be totally taken care of I truly believe that I love that. Thank you for that's a great way to end the episode. Sure. Thank so, you, Kyle. You keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Hey, you keep doing what you're doing. I'm ruined for you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.